up is in the way, Davy. Great Scott! I feel need need for speed. Cowabunga, dude! You're a wizard, Harry. Welcome to the When Harry Met Movies podcast. Welcome to How Me Met Movies podcast. My name's Harry's my dad, Dad. Hi, Harry. How are you? Good. Today? Like, Good. Like, that intro is just so tricky to say. It, it's it like, is just your name. Yeah, but it's like when Harry like met just like a lot of like words to muddle up. Well, you've managed it absolutely fine, mate. Yay. So. I've done this for how many episodes now? Hundreds? Yeah, over a hundred. I'd like to think you've got it nailed. I've got um, it imprinted in my vein. Yeah. So, I want you to tell the listeners all about our show and what we do. Basically, Dad should make film from his childhood and we review them. That's basically what we do. Yeah, we're not always from my childhood, but yeah. Okay, from Dad's lifespan. Yeah. We'll change that then. Um, so, how do we always start the show off? Um, well, I give Dad a number of lines, he has to tell you the story. But? But sometimes it's me. But not always. I think it should be you today. Dang it, I should not mention it. Well, so, what we're doing tell me then? the story in... We're doing the film Aliens. With the S. Yes, aliens. It's plural. Yes, aliens is plural. <laughs> Welcome to this episode. So, well, I learned. in... It came out in 1986. It came out in 1986, but you can do it in free. I'll do what I do. Basically, alien is about a... Is she a survivor, would you say? Mm-hmm. It's about a survivor which goes back to a planet which has her old foes. And she has to try to escape. Yeah, okay. Which is basically what it is, because the aliens are her old enemies, old foes. Yeah. I agree with that, that's not too bad of a See? Okay. example. I'm like you, I'm actually pretty good at it. Oh, you're trying to say I'm not very good at it? <laughs> no. Definitely sounded like you were saying that. So, um, I always then give you some facts about the film. So, Aliens came out in 1986. The length time varied because there's two different versions. I can't remember which one we watched, it's like a, a slightly extended one. Uh, but it's about two hours and twenty minutes, roughly, anyway. Is, um, it, is it like a different ending or something? No, it's just like little bits in it. Um, budget was eighteen million. Came out, came to the world gross was one hundred and thirty-one million. It was the seventh of the year, which isn't too bad, behind Top Gun, Crocodile Dundee, Platoon, Karate Kid, and Star Trek. Yeah. For Voyage Home, I think that one might be. No clue. I don't um, watch Star Trek. There's a bit in the film where. Um, near the end when they're setting like a, a bomb to blow the place up and it's 15 minute countdown that's actually exactly 15 minutes from there to the end of the film is that right? yeah there's a couple of mo- apparently there's another moment similar in the thing where it says like five minutes or something and it's exactly five minutes whatever it takes um, uh, it's a good... the she only didn't want to re- come back she um Ripley. Yeah, Ripley. I'm um, name, but Ripley. it was and James Cameron who directs it, who also did Terminator, um, and Titanic and lots of other big films. Big big boy actor. Avatar, isn't it? He um Most popular he, he basically wrote the script with her in mind, being back, and that's basically what convinced her when she read the script. Uh, the bit with a knife where he puts his hand down. Yeah. He was just gonna do it to himself. But then where he puts his hand over someone else's hand, he did that in the moment. He sort of did on one of the things he just got Imagine, his hand in the dip. Like safety. Um the like the squadron of troopers 
they mm. were allowed to personalise their own uniforms because that's what people that's what people in the army yeah. tend, tend, tend to do. So it was felt more realistic that the actors could do it themselves. Um, what would you do to your armour? Would you put a logo on it? <laughs> Go to the battlefield. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> what could that help you for? I'm the alien queen. So oh. 14 slash 15 operators to I love the alien queen. Make though. it move. So Even though it doesn't really move that much. It are, does, are, are you talking about like when she slashes the back of it off? When, she, when you say like, the, like yeah, she takes out the egg, yeah, like, egg. Pot yeah, because like if you're talking about when like she's in the little cave and stuff, she only really moves her head and like a bit of a tail mostly. Um, also, I love this film because just all like cause you can tell a lot of it's puppets and props. Yeah, it was a, a, not a lot of it. it was that, you didn't have CGI then, I yeah. remember. So it's all practical and miniatures and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I love about it. I love things like that. Um, um, so, when no one can hear you scream. Ah. Yeah, that's a tagline for this one, not this one. Which I probably never watched, Carl. Oh, you might do. We'll see. Depends. So let's do. I've questions. Me, what my love. Which page see this film on, isn't it? Yeah. Imagine it with like a cinema speakers like us around you. Did you? I agree. I would have too. I never did. I was too young. What would you like from the film? Honestly, the gun near the end of which we has the flamethrower gun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, quite like the tank type thing they drive. Yeah, like it looked like, like a forklift thing. Quite nice to have a robot. I wouldn't trust them. Did you like the end? Yeah. Because Ripley just pulls out a giant mechanism and beat it. Can't read that. Who'd you make like love to meet? Ripley. Or the alien, because I like to, like, cop, but then he was trying to kill me. Saddest moments, that says. Because you, yeah. you ate something like an E, and I don't get it. Um, probably when you think Ripley's about to fall into space. I think there's some of the soldiers dying, stuff like that, it's quite. Honestly, I never really bonded with any of the soldiers, because, like, I, it's sort of like. Yeah, the cannon, cannon fodder, aren't they? It's like, straight away, yeah. you're all gonna die. Which character would you do a spin off with? They always try and do stuff with aliens. Yeah, I think the aliens are just such a good thing to spin off with. Would you recommend? Yes. That means it's getting over the freestyle already, yeah. yeah, Harry. Would Who would you punch? Oh, uh. Um, Who's the soldier who betrays them? No, it's not a soldier, the, the, yeah. the company guy, Burke. Yeah. Um, most iconic scene? Iconic. Well. I might be getting mixed up with aliens, but I want to say it's when Ripley open. Did you see her first open shutter, and she's in. Is it like a forklift? Yeah, yeah. I would. So you'll think what your your head went to is the chest busting scene. I think. Yeah. You, you, but then when, when the alien that's, pops out of his. That's the not. Jet, in, I know that's in the first film. That's kind of like the most famous alien moment. But I, I think when you see her in the shadows, and like she's in the forklift mech. Yeah, just, I would agree. That's I want one of them so badly. Like, they just look so fun to mess around with. Like, should talk about them. Go off wherever you want, mate. Forklift mech, I want one in my house. Okay. Because it looks like so much fun to mess around so with. So out of the entire film, that's the only thing you can, that you can think of? Is it more from a film that you like? The aliens. I love the look of them so much. So, the less... Um, they like... The more humanoid than I thought they would be. So from a f- you obviously you've not seen the first film. No. But from the first film, they're a lot more shinier. But how the head All is. Right. The dome's more of a, of a feature. Um, 
Yeah, I've watched... This one, this one has a bit more... Almost animal-like, I would say, more than human-like. I've, um, I've watched a bit about, like, the evolution of, like, aliens. I've watched a couple, like, that animated and all that, and I've watched a couple on that. I remember them saying about the bone shape and, like, the fins they have, don't they? Like a fin or something, I can't remember what it's called. So, like, the third one is more dog, they're more dog-like. There's a reason, but... Did you kind of turn to dogs? Like, a dog. Oh, lovely. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. So you got what you got to think of is they implant their, so they make the the face huggers. Yeah, I love that. And the face huggers implant the eggs into the humans, and then the and then the egg hatches. So the queen makes the face huggers. Those go into the, the humans, and then the the more humanoid because they're taking the DNA of the human to help. So say if I don't know, it's like a host body. So, what? so because it goes into a dog. They take dreams from dogs. But it's so like they run more on all fours a bit and stuff like that. So what do they do with the AI? If that's I wouldn't because I think it has to have DNA. Imagine like imagine like a, a alien cow or something just crawling towards you with a face on her. Honestly, I was worried that I was gonna get too scared. I don't. I honestly think the face was the most scariest part of the film. Because yeah, but I would say more than the aliens, yeah. Yeah. Because like, so the scene where they're in like the the lab. I and, knew one of them was gonna escape. Walk, and Burke's left them in there, isn't he? Basically. Jerk. Because he he knows the only way he's gonna get them back is by putting the egg inside somebody, and then putting them in status so they all for all asleep. So why does he want to do it? Because like. Because they're a weapon, aren't they? Still, like, man, you've seen how. You drop. If you think about it, if you're trying to take over a planet or you're trying to do something to a planet, if you drop some aliens onto the planet or some facehugger... Like a single facehugger, yeah. If you drop, like, a load of facehugger eggs onto the... I don't know if that's the technical term, that's what we call them. Onto the actual... Uh, Hockey boys. Sooner or later, that's just going to start wiping out the planet. Yeah, but, like, also, Perk, you see how this, this base, which was... This, this population which was made to survive literally got wiped out probably by a couple of facehuggers somehow getting there. I think from what I can remember the idea is that the ship from the first film crashes onto this one. So there's a, in the, in the works there is a film that I think is going to be set between the first and second film. So it's going to be about that landing on my planet. That's that's what I understand is the belief that yeah. it's going to be. And you see how they easily can take out a whole like fully military squad in probably about ten seconds flat. And you think, oh yeah, having one like just take back a facehugger, just just pick one up, put in a plastic zip up bag, leave the planet. So interesting enough, you've not seen the first one. Well, the reason I did that is because growing up, I saw this one before I saw the first one. I didn't see the first one until much later. Um, so that's why my enjoyment of the Alien franchise comes from this one. Yeah. Um, they have two very different films. One's for horror. One's, yeah, one's like a a very contained horror film in a spaceship. This is like an action sci-fi. Basically. Yeah. Um, you know, a whole ragtag bunch of soldiers that yeah. go down to take them yeah. all out. Um, yeah. Like you say, the double crossing of somebody yeah. wants them for and stuff. 
And then obviously finding a young girl, Newt, who's like one of us, is the only sole survivor. Which I don't believe she would survive that long. Well, is part of it the fact she is so small and she can hide in places that they... Sounds daft, but she's smart and a kid would be smart enough just to hide. Yeah. If an adult would try to fight back, which she knows. I think you part are. of you would want to, yeah, because I survive thinking that. I think an adult. It's me, that You be naturally one. start to think, oh, I'm not going to survive this. So I need to. If I'm going to get, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die fighting. She doesn't think she's going to survive unless she just hides and just hopes they don't find her. So she basically finds an area that they, there's no reason for them to go into, like an air duct type place. You also hate her so much, don't you? Yeah. Newt. I'm not a fan of the character, though. Yeah, she screams too much. Like, I get she's a child, but just, Jesus. Well, the irony is that she obviously hasn't been screaming for however long it's happened. So like a Maybe year, like, or six months or whatever, because they've found her. So she's been able to stay silent when they first meet she doesn't really speak. And straight away, she's like... <laughs> and then the second she can speak, she doesn't shut up, like, screaming. So the, that's what I'm saying, the irony almost is the fact that... I'm not sure irony is the right word, but the fact that she's... She survived by staying quiet, what? and the second she doesn't... The opportunity arises to not be quiet, she doesn't shut up. Just, just get the duct tape, put on the, put on the tank there. Interesting enough, this is one of the first 18 film I think you've watched. Is it? Oh, no. Is it? For this, yeah. Maybe Terminator might have been. Deadpool? No, no, no. That's a 15. Oh, even though Deadpool's way more violent and way more sexual than this. Different. Different because of the times when it came out. Oh, makes sense. So you've got to bear in mind when this came out, there wasn't the 12 certificate. Oh, no. Which then pushed films. Yeah, the age range system was just a mess at this point. I don't really get it, but. So what bits of your film do you like? What didn't you like? I I just really like when favorite they favorite scenes, favorite. When they're building the barricade, they like they have these like mon like the montage of where they just show them like barricade and the like hell out of all of this. And then they're like wait they just see the scanner just them. It's cl- I think that's a clever thing, so they, for those who haven't seen the film while you're listening, but um Get they, out they barricade then. the area off, don't they? So yeah. while they're waiting to to sort of like getting a ship. And to survive, basically, and they've got like, a scanner that tells you when movement tracker, and the door is say two meters away, and they, and it's like by four meters, three meters, guys are two like, and a half, the one meter away, one and a half, they're in here, how are they in here, and they're like trying to work out how they put in, and then one of them just peers, and no one at any point thinks that maybe they can get up above them in the ventilation area. In the ceiling. And like one of them just head up and just like 60 of them like, oh hello. It's all basically because they go into the place, don't they? Yeah, and they've been, they've survived, they survived there before they... They, they go into the nest basically, don't they? Yeah, and I'm like, like, oh. Which well, is the first time you see them. Yeah. And it's all like... They can't, like they black. can't. It looks like black's rock, doesn't it? And because they're black, they're like... Camouflage. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you just start seeing it move. Also, like, they can't shoot down there because it's a nuclear power plant or something like that. Or it's a power plant or something. Uh, yeah, like, it's basically the um, energy source for the... And it says that if it blows up, the, um, everyone's dead. Yeah, well, I can't remember what it's called. The compound, but... Yeah. Which, I wonder if they built it down there on purpose because they knew they would be safer because humans can't risk it. Like, bit of heat. True. If they, I don't actually know how they survive, really, because... Obviously, I've only seen this film. What do you mean? Like, I don't get how like, they survive, nor like how what they need to like survive. 
Don't really get that much history on them. No. Well, no, now there is. There's like two films that have come out previously, which kind of. I want to learn. I want them to do a film just about the alien or something. Cause I well, the, the the idea was that it was almost like they were just this race, but it kind of implies. I mean, from what I remember, the other two films, they, they imply that they've been created. Yeah, because then there's like, like a, a, as like a weapon essentially. Yeah, because kind of I don't like don't really like that idea. Yeah, because then there's like it's not so like Predator versus Aliens or something. So yeah, so this is where because we've watched Predator, we can kind of discuss this. So. Got um, Alien, Aliens, Alien Three, and then Alien Four, something like Alien Requiem, I think it is. Or, yeah, Alien Requiem. Um, I don't see it, but I've heard his name. Then you've got Predator. Predator's hard. So Predator, Predator Two. Predators. The, the Predator, then no, Predators, and then the Predator. <laughs> Just add and some. then Prey. Which is the newest one. The newest one, and then. I think, I want to say after the second Predator, after the third Predator, is when we're alien. There's AVP, which is Alien vs. Predator, and then there's Aliens vs. Predators, or something, or Predators vs. Alien. There's two, basically. There's one where... Are you cut? No. <sighs> they're, they're, they're watchable, but there's just so much they could have done better. You just, that's the problem. Is. It's like the Predator film, so Predator 1's good, Predator 2 is alright. Um, Predator is set in a jungle and that's not that bad it's kind of very similar to the first one but they have because that's where you start learning more but the predators are basically hunters and it's like a sport um, then you've got the predator I think which is the one that's set back on earth and that's a, a predator land there's two predators and they're basically competing um, but the alien I suppose it basically indicates the whole the first one is basically that there is like a pyramid um, in the Antarctic or the Arctic or something and the predators basically have aliens there to hunt as a, as a sport and these humans find the, the pyramid under the ice Yeah. so they get involved. Oh, humans. Perfect. Basically humans are caught in the crossfire of it and then I can't really remember what's the second one like the aliens are in a town and the predators are hunting them again. And again, humans just get cut across by Like by the time, if, if, I, if I just see, if I just take a little alien skull. But now there's two prequel alien films that set set it up, Prometheus and something else. Couple. I think if they wanted to do, Clayton wanted to do something. If they want to do alien predators, they, that'd be such a cool film. Imagine like they had some type because if they scrapped them being a weapon and make them like, I don't know, because is the predators meant to be like a, a, like a race which has been around for centuries? Yeah, so predators. Be a, Based on what you know from a film, so the idea of a predator is that they, I think they can travel for time, that's a belief, is that they they visit places and hunt. They yes, travel people. They hunt what they deem is the best prey. So, like, if they land on Earth during the dinosaur times, they go for a T Rex. Yeah. So, in one of the predator's films, they literally pick like an assassin, a, a soldier, a murderer, and generally they, they pick. pick like they pick like a samurai type guy. They pick like, they pick like a couple people. Yeah, and and they put them on one planet, and then they tr- they're gonna try and pick them off. They're basically picking the best of the best to fight against to prove that they're the sure. best. Yeah, because imagine if and that's have, why they fight the aliens. If they try to set up predator aliens, go have them be like if they're both races which have been around for 
millions of years, have have like stages of both like fighting each other, like hunting each other down, because that's what I feel like the aliens would be like too. They need to hunt, and the predators hunt too. So having like have a war. So, you, what, so in this, what characters do you do? You, you seem to like Ripley. I love Ripley's look. She's just like trauma. You see the common factor. So James Cameron did this. He's James Cameron. Oh yeah. The director. <laughs> I don't know about this. Ugh. And he also did Terminator. Yeah. And Terminator Two. Now, if you think about both two films, they've both got like a really strong female. Yeah, they are. They've got Sarah Connor and they've got Ripley. I mean, even suppose in Avatar, there's. But yeah, female avatar. I can't, I can't yeah, just, just avatar. The Narbi, I can't remember what her name is. She's like basically like the the hunt, the, the fighter, isn't she? She teaches him yeah. how to become an avatar, a Narbi type thing. He's very much a strong female lead, seems to be like a thing. Ripley what wasn't, in the first film, she's not the same as she is in this. She's a lot more timid in the first film. She's a bit more boisterous and that. And, it, and as the films go on, obviously that's because of what's going on in our yeah, life. Yeah, like, today. I'm sorry, but she's like, like, are you Ripley? I know you just got back from a very traumatic event in your life, and you're going to need the therapy. The third one pretty much follows straight on from this. You're going to need therapy, but you need to just go hunt more aliens. Like, I feel bad for Ripley. She's been for a lot. She has a cat, too. Why don't you like the uh, bishop? Who? The android. They just... Just did, well, just he, he doesn't do anything wrong. And if he's I just, actually trustworthy. He's, he's, yeah, no. But she I, doesn't trust him. She doesn't trust him because in my first film there's an, there's an android that, that doesn't help him. Uh, so that's why she doesn't trust him. So he's the opposite. Yeah, I, I don't hate him. I just don't. I think I hate Newt more than him because he actually helps Newt just screams, gets kidnapped by alien. Now, if if Whitley just left her to die, they could have got off that planet in plenty of time. And they wouldn't have to get on the ship, the queen, the queen to go into space, to send the to Ripley fight the queen. They could just go home, have a cup of tea with the cat. No, she had to save Newt. She saves no one else. She just saves Newt. Mm. Even if she just screams, <laughs> I feel bad. I wish the alien just. Screams. So, should we rate the film? Yeah. So, for the listeners, this is how we rate films. Uh, three out of. Five, well, it's out of five. So. One out of five is, don't go near it. Two out of five is okay. Three out of five is a recommendation, it's a good film. Four is, in our eyes, is an excellent film, really worth watching. Five is, it's as good as you're going to get for this type of film. I'm going to give it a solid 4.1. It's not a solid number in any way whatsoever. Do you know I do this to wind you up and I'm not going to stop so hard? Um, and I picked such a weird number. What would I give this? Remember, Alien is a big franchise when we've got. I just really made made a loud noise then. He's typing four point five. Yeah, I'd give us a four point five, you know, I don't think gives it four point three overall. Um I just think it's better than just a, a four. I give it four point one actually. No, that's what I mean. I was trying to think in my head where I'd put it. I just um, haven't seen a lot of I think of it's better than a four. I'm not quite sure it's a 4.5 film. I gave it a solid 4.1, which I think is a really good yeah, score. And I don't think it's a 5 star film. So your final rating is? 4.5, it gives it 4.3. Which puts it like with Blade 2, Terminator, Big. Yeah, which seems fine, doesn't it? Yeah, it seems about right where you'd think it would go. So, for our regular listeners, we always have a little quiz. 
I used to quiz Dad, but... Yeah, it all seems to be Challenge Harry, which is your, your podcast, so... Oh, this is quite interesting. What? So these are... Um, so he's doing Harry Potter ones, and he's got some new Harry Potter I just found these last clean up my room. Um, must oh. have been a rare occasion moment to clean up. Oh, shush. So they're in film order, so... I've got a new TV Do you want to mix them up so they're not always in film no. order? Do you want to do it? Film order, film order. Because okay. it'll annoy me if I'm not in film order. So, eight questions. Philosopher's Stone, obviously. Um, oh, yeah. Whilst dropping baby Harry off at Privet Drive, who switches off the streetlights? Dumbledore. Such a simple question. Who does Professor McGonagall describe as the worst sort of muggles imaginable? Um, Dudley or the Dursies? What is Harry's cousin's name? Dudley. Who tells Harry about there is no such thing as magic? Um, is, it, is it Arthur Dudley or something? What's his name again? I'm not going to tell you your answer, am I? Arthur something. No. No, that's how we... Um, Aunt Petunia. Uncle Vernon. There you go. <laughs> Harry's cousin ends up trapped inside which enclosure at the zoo? Snake. After Harry's uncle seals the letterbox shut, how do the Hogwarts letters finally make it to the Um, place? Chimney. In the wizarding world, what does the word muggles mean? Um, not magical. Is that close enough? Which wizard discovers Harry at the hut of the rock? The hut of what? Hut on the rock. Hut on the rock? Yeah. That's not... Who discovers Harry there? Is it Professor Quill? No. What's the hut on the rock? That's what it's called. The, the hot... hut on the rock. That's what it actually says in the question. Is it a professor? No, but yes, he becomes one. Helpful, he becomes one. Um, Hagrid. Yeah. He doesn't meet him there, he meets... Oh yeah, the lighthouse, lighthouse. It's a hut on a rock, it's not a lighthouse. So I got... Perfect scores. Yeah. I think I would have voted for fair. I got perfect scores. Do you, maybe that's what we should do, you should... Challenge me, challenge you. I do it one week, but then will you be able to read them? Yeah. I can read. I actually, I finished a book last night. A book? A book which I bought from Labo. It was due on the eighteenth, but because that was weekend, I couldn't hand it. Elsa. Right. So, Harry wants to do something related to this film. When we do, we always do a bit of a podcast question, um, and we are going to do. Usually, we do a lot of like who would make up your ideal superhero squad or good guy team, and so we're kind of flipping it up a bit here, basically because aliens thing is all about the bad guys. Who would be your... He's got pictures. Who, I can't remember names. I had to search people. Who would be your team of bad guys? Almost like a suicide squad. Yeah, okay. Are we going to go 1-1? One, one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. My... I've got my henchmen. Okay. Would be the aliens. Because they are quick. And you, you would... You just have to promise them food. So you're having five here, yeah? Yeah, and I've got them like... Okay, so I can have henchmen. So yeah. you have them. Yeah. So I'm going to have the wheelers from Return but to Mars. They can't go upstairs. Because they're creepy. No, they, they, they... Have, you seen, have you seen the henchmen? Have you seen the aliens, huh? So... Those beautiful boys. I'm going to have... So my chance. Don't get me wrong, yours is more brutal, but mine, I think mine are creepier. <laughs> so. People be scared of you. So yeah, I've, I've got seven people here, so I have to try and nail them down to what I think will be worth the okay. keep. So... Let me try and help you. Who's going to be your leader of this group? Mine's going to probably be Darth Vader. Because I think he's have an iron fist around the group. He would keep you in order. See, I try to avoid anyone obvious like that, but no, that's fine. I had to search up a list of villains because I can't remember who's a villain, who's not, and what, what. 
I'm going to go with Sheriff of Nottingham from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Who? Sheriff of Nottingham from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. says he's going to cancel Sorry. Christmas. Oh, yeah. Because I think he's, he'd be the charismatic leader, but he'd also be yeah. quite brutal. The one which, for me, would bring him money, would like, give us funds, is Lex Luthor. Oh, I see what you did that. I didn't thought about money. Because he, Darth Vader would be running an Iron Fist. He would keep the aliens in charge and, like, check, because he... I bol- Does he have DNA, Darth Vader? I don't feel like he would. I don't know. I am, I'm going to go for Mummy. True. So he probably has got money. Yeah. Money, Mummy. Um, but he's just got a, like the yeah. um, powers and he's like just, he would just be like your brutal one, wouldn't Yeah. You? I've got... From I've, this one's tricky. The one which I come up with the crazy plans. I've got two which I don't know who to decide on. I can see one of them is. Yeah, and you can see. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who to decide on. I feel like they'll switch roles often. I've got who would be. I've got Loki and Joker. I can't think of who would be one. would be like the one which would call it like the plans and the crazy plans. Um. Who would come out like the more? I feel like Loki would because he's got more. He's the god of chaos. Or he's a god. Yeah, but so is. I'm gonna go for Loki because I've got only got a DC character in Lex Luthor. I for that one, I've gone with Riddler really randomly. Have you? Now, you haven't seen the Riddler in any no. film. No, uh, he was he, on the list. He's like really cut smart. Have you? So I would have him for the same sort of reason, but also he'd be able to work things out and stuff like that. Yeah, I've wrote, okay. My last one. Is like like the like the brutes like the. So yeah, you've got your cannon fodder, which are your aliens. I've got wheelers. So you you want someone that's like your. And we've got like, like the leader. Your, like the muscle. Yeah, we've got like the money leader and the um like. So it's one of two, I'm guessing on your list. Yeah, it's, I can kind of see the list because it's pictures. Yeah, I can. It's just so I remember who's who. <sighs> Do I go for him? I always I'm gonna I got Terminator Predator, which would be such a good duo. Imagine them in like a film together. I think, I think this. So my head says there's, there's advantages here. The predator is probably more of a lone person. Yeah, he'd be hunting you. Um, but he was. He's also probably the smarter one, tactically. Yeah. However. Oh, he's more tanky. Because he's a robot, he's probably more programmed. You could put him as like you just do this, and that's just what he's gonna do. Yeah. Um. So that's for. I'm gonna go for Arnie because I've only got Alien. Terminator. And also, if these two don't like each other... The only thing with the grey area of is he's not strictly a bad guy as such in the same <gasps> yeah, way. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to... He is a bad guy. Yeah, but... but I... the films, he's the bad guy, but actually he's just doing what his race does. Yeah, Which isn't... Which humans have conquered each other for years, so he's just doing something similar. I found this on the list, and I was like, okay... Yeah. And his actual predators that good. Yeah. Um, I think because I've got aliens as the counterfighter, even though you would have to probably keep them under control more, but keep them like a little controlled shock. Maybe just terminate an alien film as well. Um, is that actually? Not okay. films like comics and stuff. Um, I would love to have a, have a film. Only birds of the alien punch them on. Mine would be Bane. Would he? Yeah, Bane's a good as one. That's my muscle. Welcome to our podcast where Dad does his worst impression that he's ever done. But weirdly, I've got two Batman villains. Yeah, that's why I was like, which one do I choose? I want, I want to mix so up. You've got. Working out, so your leader is. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Then you've got Lex Luthor, and As Loki is almost like your. 
um, Loki's like planner like comes up like crazy. Then, I think Lex Luthor do that too, yeah, and yeah. Starfader. You've got but like your schemers, yeah, and then you got your musclers, Terminator, and kind of your kind of followers such as aliens. And I'm going to say that the aliens. Sherlock and Vashkum was the leader. Um, the Riddler and the Mummy are kind of well. The Riddler is kind of a brains. The Mummy is kind of like the stroke. He's to be honest. He's kind of a secret weapon of it because he can just do anything. He'll be in charge if you need him to be. He's almost like second in command. He'd be. Then you've I'm got Bane, who's like your muscle. Yeah. Um. Then you've got the wheelers just for the sheer creepiness of them. Yeah. I'm going to say the is they're not going to try to eat the names. I would say yours are bigger yeah. names. Yeah. I had to look up a list because I could not think who was a villain in what film without like messing something up. Because we've watched a lot of films to try and remember villains in each film. I went, I went on a list. See, what you, let us know what you would have in your villain crew of Suicide Squad. I tried to avoid any superhero type ones. As yeah. much as Bane and the Riddler are Batman's villains, they're not necessarily super characters. Yeah. Um, Darkness. So thanks a lot for listening to the show. That's one random show. question. Um, I thought you would do one. No, not this week. Um, Keep me on the time. Thanks a lot for listening and check us out on social media at Just Time Movies. Thanks a lot. Bye, Mug. Bye bye. Just You're a Mug.